Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hey there, and welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and thanks for joining me. I don't think I have to tell you that this world can be a dark and scary place for us all, and I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. To accomplish this, I have a guest tell me about their favorite thing, and we get to share in their enthusiasm. The catch is, I'm not already a fan of their thing, and I realized recently that it's easy to like something, as long as I had an excited person explaining why it was great. And so, this podcast is born from that. And for today's episode, we have Jay from the Super Movie Bros Podcast. Jay, how's it going over in Pennsylvania? Very well. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. I'm a fan myself. <laughs> See, that's so great, man. You were you were saying off air that you, you you're feeling the positive vibes from it, and that just you have no Absolutely. idea how you have no idea how happy that makes me because. It's a breath of fresh air. It's a slice of life. You know, I, I really enjoy the show, the positivity, the music in the background throughout the episode. It's really nice. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. It's been cathartic in a way. It's it's been um, it's changed me as a person. Um, I was talking to one of my friends uh, uh, online saying I. I, <laughs> I can't post negative things anymore like on social media and it's not because like it, it, at first it was like oh well, I'm going for this whole positive thing but I actually like am stopping myself from saying negative things or posting negative things or honestly just thinking negative things because like it, it, this show has actually legitimately changed something inside my brain for the better I feel like a better person just knowing that out there I could be ragging on somebody's like favorite thing and I hate the thought of that and it's now it's like that that, pra- that practice makes perfect thing I sound super pretentious right now uh, but that's okay <laughs> because this no but it is very true everybody likes to be around positive people for the most part and even though <laughs> initially it could be uncomfortable because some people are not used to that over time I do believe it does change people's perception and feelings and they do come across and and feel more um on a brighter side of things you know man that's gosh that's truer words never been spoken thanks man and i know that from experience (laughs) (laughs) that's see that's even better oh man yeah and so you're you're on the super movie bros podcast with with my good friend dave and you guys have been doing that for four years now or is it three three or four years about about four years coming up to four years oh my gosh tell the tell the fans uh, through thick and thin many different variations but um (laughs) a a big passion for you know not just our friendship but our relationship with movies our yin and yang kind of taste palette with with movies and, and tv and our personalities as well so it's it's it definitely adds a lot of flavor and spice to our show and you know for us to keep coming back weekly and recording and being excited and enthusiastic every single time i mean you guys are crazy devoted to your craft i mean you guys are some of the hardest working podcasters i know i mean you review multiple movies and each episode 
Uh, I know that you're more towards the indie side. I and and Dave, you know, he I know he's a huge Star Wars fan, and so he loves his franchises. Uh, me and Dave usually have usually more like similar movie tastes, but then every so often Jay will come up with the movie. It's like, yeah. That's what I'm going to go see, too. So you guys really do keep it very balanced. You, you do the movie cocktails, too, which is awesome. Yes. Those are brilliant. That was the original show that we came up with in the very beginning was Movie Cocktail. And, you know, it started in the beginning with a couple other guys, and we had poor technology. We had no idea how to edit or how to do any kind of <laughs> networking whatsoever doesn't, so the show stop most like podcasters. it ran two and a half hours long it was just all <laughs> a foggy rambling mess but we had this idea that we had a passion for and so we really kind of decided to you know because Dave and I had a more reliable schedule where we can meet at least once a week and really try to format the show in in the in the best way that we possibly can and and it's you know, it's been a bit of a learning curve since in the beginning, but we really have quickly figured out our style and our niche, and it's it's very organic. You know, as soon as we hit the play button, um, we, we, we go right in. <laughs> I mean, and that just comes from years of friendship, too. I mean, you guys have known each other for forever, does, yeah. and knowing exactly what you want to talk about, it's, it's great. And then the movie cocktails, basically you guys come up with uh, a, a, a cocktail inspired by a movie. It's an original cocktail that we come up with, yep. And we try to have some kind of flavor with the movie related to it. <laughs> it's really cool. I mean, it can be anything from just the way the cocktail looks to a particular ingredient. Um, you know, it, it, it can be anything, but it has to have some type of meaning or inspiration from the movie that we're talking about. I, it's brilliant. And, and luckily, that actually segues very nicely into your thing. So, Jay, what's your thing? Well, my thing is... The Old Fashioned Cocktail. The Old Fashioned. Okay, well, tell me about it. I think I've had it before, but I am a neophyte when it comes to the mixed drinks, and I know that this one's as about as classic as classic can be. So, yeah, explain it to me. And... It and exactly, you're right. And this is the earliest version of what a cocktail is. Really? Okay. And essentially, the definition of a cocktail is water, sugar, bitters, and booze. So, obviously, really? you know, back way back when, way back when, obviously, there was no ice. So, they used water. And before whiskey, they had just beer, you know, or ale or any kind of thing. So, it probably tasted like crap. <laughs> But it was essentially what a cocktail was. And, of course, over time, it evolved into ice cubes and it evolved into uh, whiskey. And then from there, bartenders, I'm sure, were tailoring exactly what they preferred, the amounts and the measures of how much sugar and how much ice and um, whiskey and bitters are all included with the cocktail. So it's, and there's, the, the biggest thing about this drink is it's a love it or hate it drink for many, many different reasons. Okay. Not just because of the ingredients that are inside of it, but how it's presented and how it's made. Because it's all about the different measurements. It's all about um, what you put into the glass and how you present it. 
what was your first encounter with the old fashioned? Like, why is this one the one you wanted to talk about? This is the only thing that I am stubbornly hard headed about. Like, there, okay. I feel like there is one way that this should be made. Okay. okay. In any other way, which is mostly the new wage way of doing it, is is just a horrible mess, and it's a. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> catastrophic mess in a glass. To be All honest. right. Okay. And unfortunately, they don't know any better. I can't even blame the bartenders so much anymore. Um, you know, if you go to like say a TGI Fridays, I guarantee you it's going to be a horrible old fashioned. <laughs> Those kind of bartenders don't really know any better, and I can tell you exactly how they're probably going to make it. And it's exactly the wrong way how to make an old fashioned. I, I hate to tell you, we're having um, the owner of TGI Fridays coming on next week. I really, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Send him my regards. Okay, good. So, but like, where was the? So, like, this is like something that you're really passionate about. Like, in your opinion, new is not better with this one. Like, you want it as classic as classic can be. And so, okay, what goes into an old-fashioned? Well, I'm, I'll give you an example of what a new old-fashioned is usually made and how it's made. And then I'll tell you exactly how I particularly like my perfect old-fashioned. So I'll go with the wrong way first, and I'll, and I'll quickly segue into uh, my way. And it is, it's very detail-oriented, I'll, t- I'll say that. But quickly through the, uh, the wrong way to go about it is normally, you know... I think it's out of fun and enjoyment and showmanship that this became a thing where you put an ice cube in the glass and which, I mean, not an ice cube, I'm sorry, an ice or um, a sugar cube in the glass. And then you top it off with some bitters and you throw an orange wedge and a cherry and you start muddling it all up and together and it becomes a fruity, pulpy mash of like chunky sugar with pulp and fruit and sweet that is not supposed to be in the old fashioned and then you add the bourbon and ice and voila and it's just it tastes like a um, maraschino cherry too much (laughs) along with pulpy orange and not enough flavor from the liquor and it can also you know often sometimes be you know watered down it could be a number of things it just does not taste consistent it doesn't taste good and it ruins the whole cocktail and muddling is when they smash it together is is that is that's okay so like because i the time that i ever see muddling is when you make a mojito which i think are fantastic i know that's when you crush you do yeah you you okay you muddle the mint leaves together you know i think a lot of times people associate a muddler with an old-fashioned or you know the mojito but for me personally um you could use a sugar cube you just have to be very patient with it and that's the only time you're going to use a muddler is to actually put one sugar cube in the glass or i prefer a one teaspoon of simple syrup just because i think the consistency of the cocktail overall interest goes better okay Interesting. Now, the sugar cube is fun. It's a little bit more presentable. You know, you have to add a, I I always say, like a cap full of water just to help it mix up a little bit better, along with the three dashes of bitters. And then you mash it all up, muddle it, so it has a nice syrupy consistency. 
and then you will be adding a full flavored bourbon. I prefer two ounces of Elijah Craig's small batch. I think it's a pretty good price point and it has a nice, well-balanced, full, uh, full body flavor that, you know, it doesn't get watered down along with the other ingredients inside the cocktail. When you say full flavored, like why, what, what's, what do you mean by that? Well, bourbon essentially is a sweeter, more full-bodied um, whiskey compared to, like, say, a rye whiskey. A rye whiskey is now a very popular whiskey that um, a lot of bartenders are using in old fashions, for example, or um, just in general, that people are enjoying it a little bit more. And Dave prefers rye, for example, over bourbon. It's a little bit more of like a scotchy okay. kind of thing. It has a little bit more spice tones, a little drier taste. Uh, for whatever reason, I never became a fan of it. And, and to be honest, whiskey is an acquired taste. And I think for someone who is not normally into whiskey, I think this is a good gradual like gradual cocktail to try and get into it and see if you would enjoy it, perhaps. Okay. All right. Um, so it's a good gateway. Me, me becoming a bourbon lover took time. It really did. It started with, the, of course, like a Jack and Coke or the occasional shot of whiskey. And then gradually got into like whiskey on the rocks and then going to certain bars that I can do um, flights like different kind of whiskey flights and try different kind of whiskeys and really find my 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 taste palette and um, certainly always enjoyed the feeling you know the warm cozy feeling <laughs> it kind of just come comes over you inside and um, you know obviously you don't drink and drive <laughs> after that but uh, it's 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 certainly uh the, the spirit of choice from me and it's it's something that's very classy to me and elegant and timeless that's been around for a very long time and I have always been a big fan. Um, did I finish giving you my recipe for the cocktail? I can't remember. I think I went on the tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you. So I asked you about. <laughs> I asked you about what like a full body bourbon was. You had the sugar cube or simple syrup, which that is very interesting to me to yep. go either or. And then you said you add the, the a full body a full a full flavored bourbon, and then that's where I asked. Yeah, you along about with bourbon. the three dashes of bitters. A bitters, I, I have questions about because I had a I oh, on yeah. another episode that I recorded with. Uh, with Matt when he was making the Matt Hatton he talked about bitters and he had very specific bitters for his drink what bitters would you recommend just the the typical angostura bitters i mean okay. it's, it's you know it nothing not not the orange flavored one just the, okay. the typical straight up bitters i prefer and i don't know if you know exactly what it is i mean it's just essentially a very highly concentrated infusion of like spirit with aromatic you know spices such as like a tree bark and root and seed and fruits and stuff okay like that. And it, okay and it okay. helps you know it's supposed to enhance um a lot you know a lot of the cocktails and, and and you know as they say back in the day perhaps maybe not so much now that it used to help your stomach and your, your stomach health so <laughs> i guess the lining of your stomach you know gets <laughs> likes it more feels better after having bitters perhaps i don't know maybe it helps with your hiccups and and you said straight like regular bitters so what is a regular bitter oh it's it's just um the flavoring it's the typical i think it's perhaps called lemon um has the yellow top on the on the bottle okay and yeah that's easy enough to find it's the one that you'll always see in stores yeah it's got the yellow top the orange top is the orange flavored bitters i think the the typical bitters that you normally get in in, in the container is 
perhaps lemon. So bitter, so three dashes of bitters. Yes. You add two ounces of, for me, the bourbon. You put an ice ball in your bourbon glass. Just because of the way the ice melts, it melts a little bit slower, so it doesn't water down the cocktail as much, and it, it, it just, it helps to stir the drink a little bit better when you when you have your bar spoon in the glass and you stir it for about 20 seconds, I would say. Just to mix up all the ingredients so it doesn't have any kind of layering issues where, say, if you're using a sugar cube, it doesn't lay in the bottom of the glass. You, you said an ice ball. Now, is that mm -hmm. important for it? Because, like, I Not don't... Not necessarily. Okay. It's something that I think most people prefer who, okay. who enjoy the cocktail. You know, cocktail bar bartenders prefer the whiskey ball. Um, like as I said, it just dilutes the cocktail in a slower way, so it chills it, but it doesn't water it down. Okay. I'm sure, and it looks classy as heck, I'm sure. It does. It's nice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's the little things. I, I totally get it. It is. It's, it's, it's very much a very detail-oriented cocktail, and, you know, after time, you know, it's a lot of experimenting, so for the most part, the experimenting that you will be doing is how much bitters and how much sugar that you're going to use in your drink. Um, it's a preferred taste because it is, they are very strong ingredients, you know, sugar is very sweet, <laughs> and the bitters has a, a, a quite a different taste and aroma to it, so, you know, it depends on the person. But I say, for me, this is exactly how I would prefer uh, my cocktail. And then as you garnish it, there's two ways you can do it for me. And there's only two ways. It's always a peel. Now, you can use a twist peel or you can use a fuller peel of an orange and a lemon. Because I like both aromas combined together in a glass. So you would put both in there? You would, you would put both mm -hmm. a lemon and an orange? Okay. Twist. Like, yes, the peel. Okay. Not not the actual, like, slice of the fruit. Just the of course. peel. The yeah, oh, of course. oils yeah, yeah. from that peel is actually very strong and potent. Uh, the so And then that would also go with the bitters themselves, if you're saying that it's the lemon is, is the technical, would be the normal bitter that you would use. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, this, the smell of a freshly peeled... It's isn't it so interesting how much smell is triggered triggers your good memories. It can, I mean, it can trigger bad oh, ones absolutely. too. But like, oh, like I course. I think of like the smell of Kerry lotion. K E R I reminds me of my grandma. Like will always remind me of my grandma. And the smell of it's it's it shouldn't be a positive smell, but the smell of um, truck oil and cigarettes reminds me of my dad. And like for most people, mm. that'll be a very, that would be a very negative smell. But too much perfume and and cigarettes is my my grandmother. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's the <smell> <laughs> but lemon and orange, that that smell is so, it's intoxicating. So I totally get it. Yeah, and and then you said something about a cherry. When does the cherry go in? The cherry does not go in. That is, oh. that is that is the wrong way to do it. I oh, think. Um, so there's no cherry. I don't believe in the cherry whatsoever. I think it adds a. Perhaps a little um, visual aid, but okay. I think it's way too sweet. It doesn't enhance the drink at all. Um, I have had, I don't know if you've ever had a candied cherry before. They're a little darker and dry, like drier. Um, they're not as sweet. They're packed in sugar, right? Or are they, they're, or they're... I think they're dry. I think they almost look like a raisin, but oh. they're bigger than a raisin. Okay. They're very, okay. like a maroon colored, very dark. Okay. 
And I've had that one time before with my old fashioned, and I didn't mind it. So I would say, like, if you came across a candied cherry, which I, I think are hard to come by, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. I've never actually seen any in, in stores before, but you could perhaps give that a try. But for the most part, you will not see that in a proper, well-made, old-fashioned when you go to a, a, a nice whiskey bar or cocktail bar. Normally, it's either one or the other, orange or lemon. So you can do both. So you, so you say both. Both is where it works. I prefer at. both, yes. And my friend who actually bartends in New York, he actually had a very similar personal way how to how to do his old fashioned. It was ex- almost exactly how I make mine, except he actually likes to add orange bitters along with the typical lemon bitters as well. That goes that goes with the lemon and orange. Okay. Yeah. And he was very detail oriented. Why is this the like cross you're willing to die on for this particular like why is the old-fashioned so important to you mostly because i i don't have very strong opinions in my life normally i'll be honest like i i have you know surrounded myself with very full and opinionated people and i've come across as being very aloof and very uh passive or introverted at times but for me, I've always felt like I can always see both sides of things in life. And I could see what one person is saying on one coin, and on the other side of the coin, I could see the other person's side. And whether I agree with one side or the other is regardless of the fact. And for some odd reason, this cocktail, I feel like, is 100% done wrong <laughs> in, in, <laughs> in one way. And in the other way... If it's slightly close to what how I make mine, I think it, for the most part it is done well. Okay. And if it's really a fail, it, the the worst part about it is it could be too sweet. That okay. is the biggest mistake of the old fashioned. For the most part, is it being too sweet, adding too many sugar elements to the cocktail. I that's such an interesting way to say it because yeah for the most part you just kind of yeah I can see both sides I, I agree with it's you the only thing that I can recall getting really frustrated about when I when I'm out you know I, mean, I was wrong, at Dave's bachelor party in Baltimore wrong is wrong you know? right and and wrong is wrong <laughs> right is right wrong is wrong. no I I totally get it yeah there are certain I I get the I get your whole vibe because most of the time it's I'm fine with whatever I I I, I consider myself fairly easygoing as well but man if i do care about something that is where the foot is going to get put down so this is and that it doesn't thing. happen very often for me when i get that opinionated about something and get emotional about um it, and you know obviously i like my alcohol <laughs> but um it's just one of those things where and i am technically a certified bartender even though i don't really have ever put it to use very much but you know i i've always been very appreciative of the craft and the science of it especially in this last um five or so years where you know all these fancier cocktail bars are exploding around uh mostly the urban areas and and cities and stuff but um you know there's a there's a, a real science and craftsmanship to it and every single bartender likes to tailor theirs just ever so slightly different you know and it's very interesting it's it's fun to do it's fun to make and to me it's fun to drink you know it's 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 not a downer drink it's it's exciting it's fun it's uplifting the the aroma to it the the taste palette 
and and in some small way it never 100 percent always tastes the same so there's always, really? there's always a fun critique every single time you pour uh or make your own old-fashioned i mean honestly jay that's that's romantic bro that's, that's that's I mean that that is I mean that that's a drink that that you would that you would have a writer would have or you know a, a, an old time old time lounge singer like it, it bring gosh everything you're saying just like evokes yeah. like a very and it and, it, and that's the, that is the some of the things that that you know it reminds me of of like something like feeling like I'm in a nice dark you know, dimly candlelit blues bar, sipping on a old fashioned with a lovely lady next to me, and just kind of enjoying the night and feeling warm and fuzzy and feeling romantic or 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 whatever. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be that, but like it, there it, it takes me to different areas inside of me that is always positive. It's never negative. I'm not going to go into a depressive thought after having an old fashioned. You know, I'm going wow. to be I love that. Um, more uplifted. In, in different variations um, within myself. And it's hard to explain, but for some odd reason, this cocktail has always done it for me. And, you know, it's, it's always been a very exciting experience every time I get one, um, even though I'm very choosy when I do order one, because it's not like I go out and order old fashions all the time. <laughs> yeah, because it's important to you. Yeah, it's important to you how it's obviously how it's and made. And they're expensive, yeah. honestly. You know, they can range up to $15 sometimes in certain places. But, um, you know, I like to pick my battles as far as when I have a cocktail from an establishment that is the old fashioned. Otherwise, I choose to try and make it at home. Or here um, at Dave's house when we uh, record our shows, and you know, I, I I certainly enjoy it. I want to drink that right this second. That that sounds like the the drink of I like to like things. You said it makes you feel good. It makes you like it's not a downer. Like and obviously here at I like to like things, uh, drink responsibly, of course. And uh, <laughs> but uh, we're all adults no here. No excuse anymore with Uber. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, Uber, it's Lyft, all the ride sharing. Like, you, yeah, there is no excuse. But wow, Jay, like you've opened my eyes, man. Like, really, this is. I'm gonna be thinking and about. I'm sure that, there are other cocktails for some other people that feel the same way I do. Of course, and, of and course, that's of fantastic. Course. But um, for for whatever reason, I came across this cocktail, and and it's you know held. Uh, <laughs> obviously a you know a close place in my heart and in my body um enjoying this thing for the last i don't know how long probably 10 uh, 10 to 15 years honestly i'm i'm speechless man that is that is just a beautiful sentiment on something and that's the crux of this entire show gosh dang that's good man that's just good radio <laughs> right there wow yes, thank you man well this episode may be coming to an end uh, but the work is just beginning, and, th- and when I mean work, I mean absolute delight, because I'm super excited to try to <laughs> jump on this train. Uh, Jay's given us the the ingredients to enjoy the old-fashioned. And so for the uh, response edition of this episode, me and Elise will be spending the week uh, taking Jay's advice, and I'll report back to you. Uh, and we'll both report back to you in the second episode next week. In the meantime, I hope you'll try Jay's perfect old-fashioned. And tell us what you feel like when you drink it. Like, what do you, does 
does it invoke the old-fashioned speakeasies and the oh man i mean this is this is a romantic drink uh, I hope you'll try that advice. Uh, you can report back to me by tweeting at me at like two like things. That's the number two, like two like things on Twitter or Instagram. You can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130 or via email at I like two like things podcast at gmail.com. I'll read or play those messages on that episode if they're positive. Now we say this at the end of every show. Jay came on here. He gave his opinions about something that he's passionate about, and I, I feel that passion. Like I, I, this is amazing. It's, it's this drinks is awakening something inside of me already. Just thinking about it, and so if you disagree with him, I don't really want to hear that. <laughs> like if you have stuff that you add to your old fashioned, that's fine too. But don't please, uh, you know, we Jay was on here for positivity. And uh, we hate toxic fandom, and uh, so obviously everyone has has absolutely been on board with that so far. Uh, you can also support us via Patreon at Patreon.com/slash I like to like things. Now, Jay, where can the people find you? Well, you can find our show Super Movie Bros on Instagram or Super Movie Bros Podcast on Facebook, and you can also reach me out personally on Twitter at SMBJ, that's J-A-Y, 009. Why 009? I've always wondered. Yeah? Um, yeah, why 009? Well, I, married the, I married the two of always liking James Bond, uh-huh. and nine is my favorite number. So, instead so of you're 007, 009. 009. Yep. Dude, that is that's so baller. That really is. That's so dang baller. I love that. See, mystery solved. Well, man, Jay, this was fantastic, man. Thank you so yes. much for coming on. It, this was thank you. This was a, uh, an actual treat, man. I was very nervous and excited to come on the show because, as I said, I'm a big fan and I love, um, I love the direction of your show. I think it's a fantastic idea, and I'm really. Um, excited for your future with the show congratulations thanks man and guess what you added to the canon man like this is like you are and I'm like honored. in a big in a big way thank you so much i really appreciate it so i will see you all next week when the mission is accomplished and remember we can make the world a little brighter a little friendlier a little more enjoyable by liking a few more things